That is what he says when he's breaking down the door with the axe, right? I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah, that is. Okay. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Peers his face through the door. Okay, Emily, your job is to make a meme <laughs> with that picture of a scarlet breaking into the lore keeper station or something. Got it. Yeah. Here's Scarlet. <laughs> oh, that's what I should have said. Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Nicole. What's up? Justin. Hey, yo. Jordan. Hey. And Emily. Hello. Speaking of Emily, we name a Village Idiot at the end of every episode, and Drew, played by Emily, was Village Idiot last week. That means you have to do the recap. What happened last week? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. Where do we start? Someone could be Come on, it was only a week ago. I know. Where did we start? <laughs> we started at the lore keeper's tent, the big one. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. They like ran out of the tent. Okay. Spoilers. No, that <laughs> that already happened. <laughs> so <laughs> we're in the big tent. It's been ransacked or whatever has happened to it. Then Saf has the little shard thing. Oh, we find a rip in the back of the tent and we see footsteps going that way. So we start following the trail of these people. So we follow the trail and then it eventually goes cold, but... Saf figures out that the shard uh, that we found earlier um, that she is keeping in her breast pocket <laughs> is warm and glowy and tingly. And so we're just following Saf's boob all over wherever we are <laughs> until eventually it goes cold. And then it's like a fork in the road and there's guards blocking the way to the next town. And we're like, did you see people? And they were like, no, we have seen no one that matches that description. So we looked around, we rolled some investigation, found some more dust that led us to, um, where did that lead us? We were kept, it was to the east. West. I think. It was a 50-50 and you got it wrong. I got it wrong. (laughs) It was to the west. Yes. Okay. To the west. It went to the west. So we followed that. Um, and then it led us to the lore keeper station. Archive station. Archive station. For the 10th Precinct of Fellows. Yes, for the 10th Precinct of Fellows. So we tried to go in, we tried to pick the lock, but the door was locked. And then once we picked the lock, it was held together with a bar. So Scarlet busted through the door. We ended up going in. We found a cart that had a lot more dust in it. So clearly this is where they brought it. What's the significance of this dust? What was it doing? Hey, <laughs> Dad. It was uh, flying up and being drawn to the shard and then once it got onto the shard it kind of solidified so it was all coming together so by the time it was a the size of a coin and by the time we got or like a quarter and then by the time we got to the house with the other dust it was like the size of a half dollar so it's getting bigger as the bits are finding it 
and we checked all the rooms in the bottom of the house and we didn't find anything and then we're gonna go upstairs now we did oh we went up the stairs it was two and two and then Seth and kevin stayed behind and (laughs) then we went up the stairs oh we saw the shards of the dust going into the room right in front of us Mm mm-hmm Oh, that's right. And then there were the two statues on either side of it. And then we went over to the door and the statue turned to us and that was where we stopped. And its eyes started to glow. Its eyes started to glow. That one. Ha. Now, really quick. Is it like a full-on statue or is it like a head? It is a full-on statue. Okay, so it's like of a person. Is it like, describe this statue. Is it wearing armor? Is it like... What species is it? <laughs> it was it was a famous lore keeper, right? It was like modeled after Both of the statues are modeled after lore keepers from ages past and it's carved out of some sort of stone. You can see some marbling and veins running through it. It is a almost like a smoky rose quartz and it's not wearing armor. It's all just this stone, and both statues appear to be pretty identical. So they're naked. <laughs> no, they're wearing robes. I oh, mean, okay. <laughs> robes are carved into the stone. We're not fighting like Greek statues. No, you're not fighting Greek statues with his dingling just wa- waving around. <laughs> <laughs> what species are they? One is human, and the other is an elf. Which one's eyes are glowing? The human. I don't know why that's important. <laughs> the one that is closest to you. So they are, one statue is close to the door on the right, which is the side that Agamir and Scar are on. And there is another statue closer to Drew and Sokoba. So there's three statues. No, there are two statues. Oh. There are two doors. There are two statues. Oh, okay. The doors are on opposite ends of the balcony, and like five feet away from each of those doors is a statue. Gotcha. So, the statue's eyes are glowing, and you hear a voice, a booming voice. It says, Leave now or perish. No. (laughs) Agamir looks visibly shook. Oh, you shook. Shook. (laughs) Sick of magic things. (laughs) <laughs> you you tried the door, Scar, so I mean, like... Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, are you standing there? Are you backing up from it? What are you doing? It's touching you. From from the door? From the statue. The statue's not touching me. Its eyes are oh, just it's looking at you. Its head turned, and it's looking at Scar. I look right back and say, no. <laughs> Proper statue etiquette is to, you know... Address it. (laughs) You have to bow before you speak to it. (laughs) Nah, I'm good. By order of the Lord Keepers, leave now or perish. By order of the Mantles, open the fucking door. (laughs) Request denied. (laughs) What? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, no. (laughs) Hated that. (laughs) I hated that shift change. You hated what? You went from like, leave now or forever, perish or whatever. And then you were like, 
request denied. <laughs> like you went from stone person, like scary stone person to robot. I didn't I go robot. hated it. Yes, you did. He's a stone automaton. He's, he's Yeah. Request denied. It's just what I said that made it sound like a robot. I think maybe you just you sound like a robot. Maybe you're a robot. Uh, yeah. Anyway, everyone roll for initiative. Okay. Yeah. I was waiting for it. 18. No. 20. 18. Uh, Sap, what'd you get? I'm not there. Should I roll initiative still? Oh, yeah. You hear all this. You hear it. You gotta run up. I'm assuming we're gonna call or you're gonna hear us, like, doing stuff. Does Kelvin run up too? Kelvin has sat up. <laughs> Kelvin seems like a bored person. Um, I rolled a total of nine. I got a 23. Yep, fuck yourself. We support each other here. It's podcast. <laughs> I had an unnatural 20. I wanted to go first. Scarlet smash. Okay. And we are going to start with Seth. It is your turn. You've just heard this booming voice. You are downstairs. And you are 20 feet away from the foot of the stairs. I yell, Kevin, get your... Kevin. <laughs> I yell, Kelvin, get your ass up. And... I want to, like, grab him and push and pull him off the the table. So take his hand or something. Grab his hand. Here, come with me. <laughs> she jumps off the table and, like, come on, and, like, puts her hand up like kids do when they need you to hold their hand across the street. <laughs> like, come on. What's, uh, what's Kelvin's speed? Because <laughs> uh, we can walk together upstairs. Uh, it's, it's 30 feet. He's a, he's a human. Okay, I'm 25, so let's uh, let's walk up the stairs. You get to the foot of the stairs. If you want to try and drag Kelvin along, you'll have to roll a strength check. Great. Strength is not my fault. That's a seven. Okay, you try to bring Kelvin along, but he uh, resists, but he is off the table now. Oh, is he holding my hand? No. Oh. He's off the table, and he, he kind of just lets you go off, so you're up on the stairs now. Okay. So next is going to be Scar's turn. Scar, you are 10 feet away from this stone automaton. What would you like to do? I don't know if I should, like, attack the stone or... What happened to Scarlet Smash? I know, I'm just saying, like, should I go for the door or should I go for the statue? All right. Let's say statue. Let's deal with what we got out here first. It'll probably remain locked until the statue is defeated. That's uh, so what I was thinking. You know, like the video games. Yeah, hit the statue with my war hammer. Okay. 17 to hit. That will hit. Yeah, it does. That's 5 plus 2, 7 damage. Okay, you hit the statue and you said 7 damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you hit it with your war hammer. You rear back and smack right into it, and your hammer kind of bounces off of the chest of this creature. Wonderful. You hear a resounding <laughs> You know when you hit a baseball wrong with a baseball bat? Yeah. And your hands kind of hurt? Yeah. That's what happens to you. That blows. The scars turn next is going to be Drusilla. Touch it, drain the life out of it. I don't know. <laughs> See... I don't know if that would, that would work, because I don't think it works on a construct, and I think this is a construct, if I'm not mistaken. 
Can, am I allowed to ask that? <laughs> or do I have to like roll an investigation to do that? What is your wisdom? My wisdom is 15. Okay, I'm going to say that you're wise enough to just kind of know that they're not, that they are constructs. Okay. That they aren't? That they are. So it's just a a passive wisdom on your part. You you know they're constructs. Yeah, it says make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach. So would that work? No. Or is creature, okay, yeah, creature. Yeah, that's okay, that makes sense. So my inflict wounds does not help us here. Unfortunately. However, I know this also says creature. The village idiot this week is Drew for having uh, no spells that are effective against constructs. (laughs) Oh no, this one's also a creature. Oh god, (laughs) I'm panicking. (laughs) Oh no. Actually, the village idiot should be Nathan for not giving giving us something that we can't fucking fight. (laughs) Maybe that's what I wanted. Yeah, I like everything says creature unless Nathan decides to bend the rules for me. All I can really do is support stuff. Well, no, I think they use... Yeah, creature, I guess, is just the catch-all for target. Because for hostile beings, I think is the... Yeah, It'll, it'll work. Because target is like you can target like a lock or something, and that's not necessarily a creature, so... Okay. Okay, is this thing... How far away is it from me? Uh, from you, it is 35 feet away. Okay. I can't make it there. <laughs> That's too far. So I have to do something else. I can't do... Because I have to touch it. If you move your 30 feet, it will be 5 feet away from you, which would be in touch range. Oh, okay. So that does work. Okay. Cool. Then I'll do that. Okay. So you're going to move within melee range of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are up against the banister of the balcony, and you are within range. That seems dangerous. Okay, um, let's see. It's very important to me that you know that your back is up to the banister. <laughs> Hate it. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast this at second level just to absolutely obliterate this thing, I guess. Um, let's see. So it's 24 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. So then it takes 4d10 necrotic damage. Ten, five, three, and 7. So that's 25. Okay. And then do I add anything to that? No. Okay. What spell did you cast? Inflict wounds at second level. Uh, describe your inflict wounds when it's a little more powerful. Drew kind of sprints forward and uh, makes it all the way to this stone thing. And uh, she reaches out and just kind of like pushes it. <laughs> she push it. But as her hands hit it, it's like this dark black purple energy that just courses through this thing like lightning. Cool. Because of its smoky quartz nature as well. You can see that purple kind of glowing throughout its whole body. Dope. It doesn't seem to be terribly phased. Oh shit. (laughs) By what you've done. That's not good, y'all. Agamir, it's your turn. You are 15 feet away from the 
the stony boy. All right, 15 feet away. So hearing the clang and seeing the, the purple court attack, I'm going to remain at 15 feet and try my crossbows against it. Since something is within five, since one of you guys, you're both within five feet of it, it this will um, count as a sneak attack. All right, let's see what you can do. So 15 for my first crossbow attack. That'll hit. 10 for the second. That will not hit. Okay. So with the sneak attack included, my total my one my total attack or my total damage from the crossbow will be 16. Okay. You strike the statue with one of your bolts, the other goes sailing past it. The bolt gets a it knocks a chip out its shoulder. Ooh. But and then it ricochets off and hits the wall and clatters to the ground. Danger. That will take us to Sokoba's turn. She's going to run up to behind Drew, and she's not within range. And then we have Kelvin's turn. He is going to walk to the other staircase. He's going to go up that way. So the opposite staircase that Sap is going up. That's going to take us to the statue's turn. All right. Statue smash. Also, I believe we all have two temporary hit points from whatever pumpkin thing I concocted a couple of episodes ago. Yes. Oh, yeah, I have to... Um, all those pumpkin recipes are magic items. I've decided. So during your downtime, you can uh, choose to try and gain proficiency in it, and it'll increase the temporary hit points that it reaches. The temporary hit point bonus. Uh, but I'll, I'll write all that up later. We don't have time to talk about this, and you might forget the recipe when, uh, you know, you get smashed by a golem. Anyway, statue smash against Scar. That's a 19. Damn it. Yeah. And that is going to be 14 damage. What? Did you say 14? 14. And I also need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Yeah, I definitely want to survive this so I can become, like, a PSL proficient rogue. PSL proficient rogue. 18. Okay, you are okay. Yeah, I am. 15. Uh, now for its second attack. The statue is going to go for a backhand against Drew. That is a 12 to hit. Woohoo! Nope. Which will not hit. So, that is going to bring us back to the top of the round with Saf. Okay. Um, I assume I cannot, I do not have a line of sight to the statue at this moment. Not quite yet. You'd have to go halfway up the staircase. Is it 25 feet to halfway up the staircase? Like 10 feet is halfway up the staircase. All right. I will go 10 feet up the staircase. Okay. And I will take aim at the statue. Are you using your action to aim, or are you oh, actually okay. going to fire? Remember, because you have that scope. I'm just going to fire. Okay. Let's see how Saf does. I'm curious to see uh, Sokoba in combat. I'm curious to see what she can do. Yeah. Well, she's in range. Same. That is an 18 to hit. That will hit. And that's 13 damage. Okay. 
So you fire your thunder cannon and shoot right towards the face of this thing. It gets blasted by the thunder cannon shot. Um, and when the dust clears, uh, it looks like it's been unmarred. I hate that nothing we're doing seems to be phasing this. It's bothering me a lot. I was really hoping that bludgeoning damage would be, like, at least normal. But... Well... It was nice knowing all y'all village idiots. <laughs> great. That Saf's turn next is going to be Scar. We were just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> Have you tried your local archive station? <laughs> I'm gonna do the only thing I can do and smash it with my Warhammer. Scar smash. That was a 16 hit. It will. Plus another two, so that's 12 damage. I'm also going to use my, uh, what is it called? Action search? Yeah, that thing. And hit it again. 19 to hit. That will hit. Uh, Was that a natural 19? No, it was 17. Oh. (laughs) 4 plus 2 plus 2 is 8, so another 8 damage. Okay, you strike this thing with your Warhammer twice, and it's the same as last time. Your blows land, but they hurt you when... They hurt your hands when you hit it, and it doesn't seem to be having much effect. You all are starting to chip away at this thing, though. It's fucking stone. This is what happens when you hit things with stone that aren't walls. So Scar just went, it is Drew's turn. Okay, I am going to try to cast Ray of Enfeeblement on this. It is supposed to, on a hit, the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. So hopefully this will make it so he doesn't hit us as hard. He can make a constitution saving throw um, at his on his turn, and on a success, the spell ends. What was the type of saving throw? Constitution. Okay. So you're casting this, and he has to um, beat your spell save DC. Make a ranged spell attack against the target on a hit. So I'm trying to hit. 19 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. On a hit, the target deals only half damage with weapon attacks. that use strength until the spell ends. And how long is the spell? At the end of the target's turns, it can make a constitution saving throw against the spell. On a success, the spell ends. Um, And it says the duration is concentration up to a minute okay sounds good would you like to move at all um i'm gonna back up just a little bit <laughs> maybe like 15 feet okay oh yeah i forgot to say that can i back up too took your hand off the piece it's too late <laughs> whatever took your hand off the piece yeah nah. all right you back up along the banister and through past Sokoba as well as she's running up uh what does your rave enfeeblement look like Have we done that one? We have not, I don't think. It is a black beam of energy that comes out of uh, my fingertips. But it's there's no purple in there. It's just, it looks like the void. So you just, with your finger, just a single finger, point it up and... Yeah, it's so black, Anish Kapoor owns it. (laughs) Yes. Okay, that was Drew's turn. Agamir, it is your turn. All right. So I'm going to try... So Scar is still within five feet. Yes. I will try to get up 
Now I'm, I'm going to get 10 feet away from it, if I can. Okay. And whip it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> whip it good. You know what? Nothing else has worked. Go ahead. Whip it. <laughs> and that's going to be a 16 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And so since Gar is within range, it's still a sneak attack. Technically, yeah. So that's going to be 12 damage in total. Okay. The statue crumbles to the ground. No, I'm joking. Uh, you, oh, you, whip, you whip the statue and uh, it makes a solid thwack on the thigh of the, the statue. And uh, you, you leave a little mm-hmm. mark from where the leather of your whip hits it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, all right. Go yeah. on. The end. This is turning into a different kind of... (laughs) You're going to just keep talking. This is turning into that community episode. (laughs) Uh, It's slashing damage. It's the only weapon I have that does slashing damage. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's been tried, so... So, yeah. Well, you tried it. You whipped it. Um, You whipped it good. I'm so glad you bought that whip. (laughs) I hate it, and I'm so glad you bought it. Okay, it's Koba's turn. She is going to run up to the statue. She draws her longsword, and she's going to slash, or at least try to. That'll be a hit. She gets seven damage. And then with her second attack, she's going to slash again. That will also hit, and that's not as good. How much damage? Uh, six. It's Kelvin's turn. He one, two, three. He comes up the stairs. He's on the edge of the balcony, ten feet behind Drew. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of walking. Asshole. Okay, that's going to bring us to the statue's turn. No. Statue smash. He's going to do half damage, though. Yeah, but still, I don't want any damage. <laughs> Takes a swing at Scar and misses. Yes. And then takes a second swing at Scar and hits. Well, what? 21 will hit. And we're going to roll for damage and then have it. You take 12 damage, Scar. <gasps> That's halved? That's halved. Oh, my God. And make a constitution saving throw, please. Just imagine if you hadn't cast Ray of Enfeeblement. I know. Scar'd be dead. It'd be over. So for Ray of Enfeeblement, at the end of its turn, it can make the con saving throw? Yeah. What's your spell save, DC? 12. Okay. That's it? Do I not get to know? (laughs) The black energy was coursing through its body from your Ray of Enfeeblement, and then a few seconds later, it seems to dissipate. No. Well, I helped once. 16 is my con throw, by the way. Ah, thank you. You are okay. How much damage does he take? 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, Scar's not feeling so hot, huh? I still got 25 health. According to me, you've got 17. What? How? I had, I was at 49. I'll take your word for it. But, uh, you watch yourself. You watch yourself, had, McCoy. I had the number 49 written on my paper because we had the... What the hell was it? The... Uh, the temporary hit points, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So then Drew would have 29, Agamir is 37, and Saf is 38. Is that right? 
It's correct on my end. Wait, temporary hit points from when? The pumpkin soup. Two temporary hit points, or... Oh, yeah, you did false life on yourself, so... Oh, yeah. So you'd have 33. I have 29, is what I've got. Yes. Okay. And Saf has 33. Which brings us to Saf's turn. Top of the round. I'm going to take another shot at the statue. Okay. That is a 12. That's going to miss. And then I'm going to cast Shield of Faith with for my bonus action on Scar. That's plus two AC to Scar. All right. Your Thunder Cannon shot uh, hits the wall behind the statue. Some of the wall crumbles off. And uh, Scar now has a Shield of Faith around her. 20 AC. What, what? Nice. So Scar, it is your turn. Going to do the only thing that I can do. Scar smash. Yep. That was a 15 hit. Yes, it will. Okay. Eight damage. And I'm going to move back. <laughs> I guess five. 10 feet. Have we tried force damage? We've tried force. Yes. Yeah, so I've used bludgeoning damage with the Warhammer so far. We've tried, yeah, we've tried bludgeoning, force. Which which attack was force damage? Mm, something that exploded, correct? I thought. I I've, I've used piercing and slashing. Piercing? Yeah, I, I thought it was something that, like, when the dust settles, we see that it's still... The thunder cannon? Thunder cannon, yeah. It's piercing damage. It's piercing. Oh. So we oh, haven't okay. used force. Yeah, um, I, I have Eldritch Blast, which does force damage. Cool. Oh. I'm gonna uh, move back five feet, and I'm gonna use my second wind. Gain some HP. Yeah. So on your turn, you can use a bonus action to regain hit points equal to 1d10 plus your fighter level. So 1d10 plus 4. Oh, 10 plus 4, 14. <laughs> nice. So I am at... You're almost back to full. We have done 101 damage on this thing, by the way, guys. This thing has hella hit points. I'm just going by the exact numbers that we've done. And there is still a second statue. The second statue is not moving. Yeah, so there's... I know that part. I'm just saying there's another one. Oh hell yeah guys I'm so good at d and I'm going to use my channel to <laughs> and I'm going to use Path to the Grave so basically as an action I choose one creature I can see within 30 feet cursing it until the end of my next turn. The next time you or an ally of yours hit hits the cursed creature with an attack the creature has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage and then the curse ends. Suck it. Sweet. (laughs) I can only do it once, but damn it, I did it. (laughs) All right. Is that a spell save or is that a ranged spell attack? My channel divinity is ranged. A ranged spell attack? Yes. I hate that you asked me that. 16. That will hit. Yes. All right. You're channeling your divinity. What does it look like? The first time the cleric has done it. The first time the cleric has done it. 
After four levels, now we here. <laughs> it basically looks like she's going into a trance. Drew closes her eyes, and uh, it looks like she's taking the energy just out of the air, and all of it kind of goes towards this creature and surrounds it. Okay. It is now vulnerable. The statue looks a little more fragile now. It looks more glassy than stone-like. Hell yeah. So, would you like to move it all, Drew? I'm about 15 feet away. Yes. Um, I'll move five feet closer. Bold. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> You're directly in front of the other statue. Okay. So it only happens... It only works one time. The next attack against it, yeah. And, like, it stops working as soon as it gets hit. Yeah. Okay. Well, whoever is the next person to hit it better do some damage. Uh, Agamir? What do you think? Oh, God, no! <laughs> you want to use that whip? <laughs> Are hey, you serious? <laughs> Did now. I just use this super cool spell and Agamir is about to come up behind me and fuck it up? <laughs> The, the the attack order is what the attack order is, so... Sokoba is next to the statue, so you would get a sneak attack bonus if you hit. Yeah, and he did, like, 14 damage that one time, so it's gonna be okay. Oh, but his dice are so bad. I will use my crossbows at this range. I mean, it wouldn't matter. It lasts until something hits it. Right? Okay, so my first one is going to be... At 12. That will miss. Okay. My second attack is a 24. That will hit. Okay. In total, the damage from the crossbow, my offhand crossbow, will be 11. That's including the sneak attack bonus? That is including the sneak attack bonus. All right. So you strike the statue and the bolt pierces right into its body and you hear a shattering sound as the the bolt strikes it and it's sticking out of it now rather than ricocheting off and then it looks like the stone solidifies around it and the bolt's still sticking out of it and it no longer looks glass-like cool so it's one and done guys that's all i got <laughs> All right, so that's Drew, that's Agamir. Sokova will be next. She's going with the longswords. She misses with the first attack, and she will miss with the second attack as well. She did not roll well right then. Yeah, Sokova. It's Kelvin's turn. Great. Do something. He walks up right behind Sokova, who is behind the statue. And that is going to take us to the statue's turn. Hit somebody besides me, please. Actually, I backed up, so. You did back up. That's Sokoba who's on the front line. Real quick, when can I cast a bonus action? On your turn. On your turn. Reactions or whatever. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, I need to roll a d6. Okay, that did not happen, so it's going to smash. It's going to... It just got hit by Agamir, so it's going to walk forward. Whoa! It's going for Agamir. All right. It can move? Yeah. 11 does not hit. So it does a, It swings wild above your head. And with its second attack, 
A 17 will hit, and then it's going to do... Damage. 18 damage. Uh, woohoo. Hate it. It strikes you right in the chest, and uh, roll a constitution saving throw for me, please. I've been wondering what it looks like when you fail this thing. And what makes you think I'm going to fail it? No, I'm just saying I've been wondering what it looks like if someone fails it. Gotcha. Well, wow, that's a natural 20, so 23. <laughs> natural, yeah. natural 20. <laughs> You're okay. Okay. So you uh, manage to stay upright. It throws you up against the banister with its strike. It does like an underhanded punch on you. Underhanded punch. Underhanded punch. I think it's called an uppercut. Well. Yeah. But underhanded punch. Let's go with that. It's better. Well, it's, this thing is like 12 feet tall too. So it's not exactly an uppercut if your target is like half your height. (laughs) So it's an underhanded punch. I get it. Okay. Okay. That brought me from 37 to 19. Yep. Hey. You uh, can only take one more strike like that. One or two. Yeah, I, was, I can take one more exactly like that. Yeah. And then I'm going to have to use my orcish abilities. Yeah. How long does that shield of faith thing last, Justin? It is a concentration spell up to 10 minutes. I also have it. Okay, so... So, a while. Good. Dope. Uh, it is Saf's turn. We're back at the top of the order. It's been... One week since you looked at me. Looked at me. <laughs> Why do you all do that to me? The statue smashes all of you. You're all dead. Throw new characters. We're starting a new campaign. That's dope. It's been 24 seconds since combat started. Okay. Good to know. I was wondering where that was at. What was being said? <laughs> All right, so I would like to. I'm still in range of this thing, right? I can still have sight on it. Yes. All right, that's an unnatural twenty to hit. That'll hit. Eleven damage, and then bonus action: shield of faith on Agamir plus two AC. If you do shield of faith on Agamir, that will take shield of faith off of Scar. Yeah. What? No. Yeah, you can only have one concentration spell at a time. Yeah, fuck off. Don't do that. You can only have <laughs> faith in one of us at a time. That's okay. You can do it on Agamir. He has a slow, uh, slower. Uh, lower is what I meant to say. AC than I do. He can do it on Agamir. He's slower. <laughs> I do. He has a lower. I like combined the word has and, slow- and lower. So that he has a slower. <laughs> what the fuck? What, Justin? Do it. It's fine. Do what you want. Besides, it walked. It walked away from me, didn't it? No, it's within five feet of you again. It moved forward towards Agamir, and that also put it towards you as well. Well, I'm going to move around it. So whatever. You can certainly try. Um. Okay. Agamir plus two AC. Woo! Graciously, thank you. Seventeen AC. Yeah. So now he's one less than me, so he's up there now, so it's fine. Nice. Scar, that's going to take us to your turn, unless Saf wants to move. Nope, I'm good. Okay. Scar, what you got? What are you doing? Like, literally the only thing you can do. Uh, is that five? Yeah, so five, 17 to hit. That'll hit. Four plus four is eight damage. Alright. 
You smack it with your hammer again. Same deal as last time. It goes in your hands. I want to move. (laughs) Okay, where would you like to move to? I'm going to, I guess, go to like the side. Like, I don't want to be right in front of it is what I'm saying. You want to strafe around it? Sort of, yeah. You don't want to be right in front of it? Not really. I don't want to be within range of it. Where can I go that I'm not within its, like, melee range? You can back up. Okay, I'll do that, then. That will provoke an attack of opportunity. I forgot to do it before, but I'm not going to forget this time. Wait, if I back up? Yep, unless you take the disengage action, which is an action, which you've already attacked. But wait, why why would it do anything if I back up? Because you are backing away from it, and... You're not disengaging, so the theory is that you're turning around to get away from it. Why do I have to turn around? Why can't I just back up? Because that's a disengage. It's a different action. Stepping backwards? Yes. That makes no sense to me. Them's the rules. All right, well, then I don't want to back up. I want to go around. (laughs) Go around to the other side with Sokoba? Yeah. Okay. You are on the other side of the statue. Good. Drew, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to use Eldritch Blast. Yeah. Blast it. <laughs> Let's see, make a ranged spell attack. It's going to be an 18 to hit. That'll hit. 1d10 force damage. That's going to be a 7 damage. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to cast, or I'm going to use my face step. With my summer ability. What does that mean? Um, so to cast the, to do the Eldritch Blast, I take a step forward so that I'm within five feet of this thing and like push it out of the way with my Eldritch Blast. And then I use a, as my bonus action, I'm going to use my face step for my summer, which says immediately after you use your face step, each creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of you takes fire damage equal to your equal to your charisma modifier. My charisma modifier is two, but it is fire damage, which is something we haven't tried before. Okay, uh, where are you trying to face step to? Just to the other side. Can you be more specific? Uh, the other side of him, but like out of his range. So in front of the door on the right side. Yes. Okay. So you cast your Eldritch Blast, and then you... What, what does it look like when you do the space step? No one's seen this before. Um, so she takes a step forward and pushes on this statue, however that works, because I don't know if there's a shield or something, but she pushes on it. And as she's doing that, these black flames kind of come up around her, and then when they go away, she's gone. Over, and then they appear over on the other side. Cool. Nice. All right, Agamir, it is your turn. The statue is directly in front of you, and Scar is within five feet of the statue. All right. Is Sokoba also within range of the statue? She is not. Since the statue moved, she hasn't been able to move yet. Gotcha. All right. Well, since Scar's within range, I'm actually going to take out my sword, and or my rapier, and I will make a melee attack against it. That'll be 18 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And since Scar's within range, this is a sneak attack. So, 16 damage. 
Okay. The rapier lances out and kind of bounces off of the statue, but it does break a chunk of it off. It seems to be moving considerably slower than it did before. It's at 136 damage if it's like all this damage is actually doing something. Yeah, right. Probably halved for most of it. Sakoba's turn. Oh, I'm, I wasn't done. I'm also going to disengage as a bonus action. Ah, okay. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to take 15 steps away from it. 15 feet? 15 feet, yeah. Okay. You are up against the wall on the right side. Okay. Okay, so it's Sakoba's turn. She's going to attack with a longsword again. That one will hit, which is nice. She's going to deal seven damage. It's 143. And then she's going to attack again. That one will not hit, though. She's not very good with her longsword. It's a good thing that she's a good mantle and not prize fighter or something. Prize spider. That's going to take us to Kelvin's turn. He is going to take out his sword and he wraps it against the wall. What? And he says, Slorin, enough playing, huh? Let's finish this. Whoa. They ain't doing much good. And uh, he uh, then takes a swipe at Sokoba. <gasps> oh my oh, no. god. Uh, he misses, though. Oh. Are we having to fight him? No- oh, I want to hit him so bad. Let me at him. Finally, we can fuck up Kevin. I'm so excited. <laughs> Justin, what's your face doing there, bud? Oh, boy. I've got an inflict wounds that's just waiting for Kevin. I fucking called it. Agamir owes me how much gold? How much gold was the bet? Five gold pieces. <laughs> I'll take that later, Aggie. I'll take you out and I'll throw in dinner too. No, I want it to happen right here on the battlefield. Like, Aggie just runs over and hands it Use over. Use your action, get your gold, and throw it. <laughs> That's going to take us to the statue's turn. I need to do this. Oh, that's exciting. What is exciting? <laughs> hate, that. hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. So the statue, all of a sudden, uh, its eyes glow brighter. And it just starts swinging wildly. <gasps> so it's going to try to hit... Well, it's not going to try to hit Scar, but it's swinging around. It actually connects with Scar. Wait, what'd you roll? I need to know. <laughs> 18 to hit. Damn it! <laughs> Needs to beat... Oh, God. I hate you for... <laughs> I should have kept that damn shield. That is going to be... 21 damage. What? What? Oh, oh I don't think we're, su- we're meant to survive this encounter, y'all. And please roll me a constitution saving throw. I have 17 fucking hit today right now. 17. You're fine. I know I'm... No, I'm not fine, but... <laughs> uh, 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 you know, you're, you're okay. Are you at zero hit points? No, no, I'm at 17. Okay. So Sokoba also gets hit. She gets hit for 15 damage. She needs to make a constitution saving throw as well. And she fails. Oh, I've been wondering what that does. She looks like she's about to be sick. She looks considerably weaker than she did just a moment ago. Fuck. 
Yeah, so that's that statue. The other statue's eyes glow at this point. What the fuck? Why are you doing this to us? We clearly can't survive this encounter. Have you tried visiting your local archive station? Oh my god, I hate you. It's much more sinister now. (laughs) The statue says, Leave now or perish. Saf, it's your turn. (laughs) I feel like we should leave that. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like we should grab Sokoba and go. We've we've learned things that we can report back to certain people. We have, so our options are to turn and try to run. You all can't talk in combat like this, though. I know, I'm just saying. Listen, our options are to turn and try to run or to keep fighting. I'll let you use a free action to say things on your turn. Let's let let's let Safina do whatever she's going to do. Hit fucking Kelvin is what I say, but that's... That's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> so I'm going to take a shot at Kelvin and say, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 21 to hit. That will hit. Shoot that asshole in the face. Looks like Sav took vicious mockery. That's, <laughs> that's 12 damage. So okay. leave, a, leave a good hole in him. All right. You strike him right in his golden mantle. And it the, the the part that you hit him in kind of flies off. Nice. You don't deserve that anyway. <laughs> is that your free action to speak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scar, it is your turn. I'm right next to Sokoba, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to use my free action to say, Sokoba, you guys, I think we should get out of here. There's nothing we can do at this point. Let's go. And then I'm going to grab her by the arm and try to pull her with me to like towards the staircase. Okay. That will be a strength check to pull Sokoba. And you will take an attack of opportunity against the statue. Why can't I go the opposite way from it to the other stairs? You're still within melee range of it. So as you leave, it's square. You can disengage. Yeah. You could try and disengage, but you might not be able to pull Sokoba with you. What would stop me from being able to pull her with me if I didn't roll high enough? Well, you... Is Sokoba still within melee range of the statue? Yeah, she is. So let's do this. Let's get an athletics check. And then I'll let you disengage. And depending on what your athletics check is, we'll determine whether or not it gets an attack of opportunity. That's 21. Okay. You hoist Sokoba up and kind of push off of the statue with such force that you avoid its fists smashing down upon you. (laughs) And you're running, but you're also running past Kelvin and the other statue. Unless you want to try and jump over the banister. How far is that jump? (laughs) Just for... For research purposes, how far is Superhero Landing? <laughs> it's the uh, it's the second story, but there's also tables down below, so they would reduce the height. Disengage in the handbook says if you take the disengage action, your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks for the rest of the turn. Oh, okay. Well, then, good good eye, Jordan. Bam! <laughs> I was I was reading up on it. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Just in case I needed to do it. So you run all the way down to the other staircase with Sokoba in tow. Yep, bye. 
Kelvin is trying to slash at you and Sokoba, and the golem tries as well, but they they miss. It's it's for cinematic purposes. They wouldn't get to do that, but <laughs> it just makes it more cinematic. So, Drew, it is your turn. You are ten feet away from this statue, and you are ten feet away from the stairs to go down. How far is she away from Kevin? Kelvin is 25 feet away from Drew. Kelvin's kind of in the middle between the two statues and uh, in the middle of the the balcony as well. Can I move backwards and cast a spell at the same time? <laughs> like, can I be like, yeah, I'm going to move it toward, like, can I do Eldritch Blast, but like, also I'm moving towards the stairs? Yeah, you can do that. Actually, not Eldritch Blast. I'm going to do Guiding Bolt and also move towards the stairs. You can get all the way down the stairs. Okay, I'll do that. That's going to be a 19 to hit. That'll hit. Wait, hit who? Hit what? The um, statue. Oh, okay. Wait. Should I hit Kelvin instead? Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you should. Please, please, please. Just out of spite. All right, yeah. Yeah, I hit <laughs> Kelvin instead. Okay, what did you roll? 19? 19. That'll hit. He takes 4d6 radiant damage. He takes 4d6 radiant damage? (laughs) I wish. Die, motherfucker. It's never not funny. Two and a two. 14 damage. And the next attack roll made against the target before the end of my next turn has advantage. Okay. So he starts glowing kind of a purple sparkly color. Yeah, You hit him and he... uh, Kind of gets a little smile on his face and he starts to chuckle. Oh, God, I hate it. hate it, and I'm running down the stairs. Do you want to say anything as a free action? I've already forgotten you (laughs) as I run down the steps. How much damage did you do, Justin, to Calvin? I did 12 to him before, I think. So 26 damage against him. But how much emotional damage? A lot. <laughs> he just rolled for emotional damage. <laughs> rolled for emotional uh, damage. Not as much as you might have hoped. Uh, <laughs> Agamir, it's your turn. And Drew, you're all the way down the stairs. Cool. All right. Well, I'm super excited because how far am I from the staircase? You are five feet away from it. It's like right next to you. Cool. I'm going to attack Kelvin with my crossbows. Okay. With advantage. Hit, 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 hit. Okay. Let's see. Will a 16 hit? That will not hit. Shit. Of course. I knew his AC was going to be high. I just didn't know how high. Might be the same as mine. And a 14. That's not going to hit either. Your bolts sail past him and thud in the wall. As they thud, he laughs heartlier. More heartily. I hate him so much. Brown furrowed in frustration. I I move my full 30 feet and then dash. Another day, another wasted guiding bolt. What's new? <laughs> Safina's still up there, by the way. She didn't actually run after she shot him, Safina's right? Safina's downstairs, I think. I'm 10 feet up the stairs. That's it, though. Yeah, so Agamir, with your dash, you can make it to the front door. Down the stairs and to the front door. Can I slide down the railing? <laughs> yes, banister sliding! <laughs> Make an acrobatics check. That is dope. Please do it. All right. So you just missed, 
and you're going to turn around and slide down the railing like you didn't. What I really wanted to do before this turn of events was I, was I was hoping to get the grappling hook and like whip it around the head, like wrap it around the head of one of these golem things and just like see if I could just like pull, just like twist its head off <laughs> the grappling hook. But this will have to do. Well, <laughs> this will sub in for now. Uh, 16 for acrobatics. Okay, yeah, you slide down the rails pretty pretty well. <laughs> Drew is going down the same staircase, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like I'm I'm gonna pass her. So that's kind of why I'm just like. <laughs> oh my god! So you did it specifically to beat me to the bottom floor. Well, more like so he wouldn't have to run through you. Can I roll to push him off the railing when he comes <laughs> past me? Opportunity attack! Opportunity attack! <laughs> Hellish rebuke. <laughs> okay. Nice. Okay, so that was Agamir's turn. Next is going to be Sokova's turn. She is being carried by Scar, so she's not feeling very, very good. She can't really do anything. She's not going to try and resist the grapple or anything. Good. That'll bring us to Kelvin's turn. Is he going to do the superhero landing off the banister? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's going to come up to right behind Scar with his sword in tow. Wait, how? You only got, like, 15 feet away from him from where you were. Fuck. And he's going to take another swing at Sokova on your back. Oh, no. He manages to hit this time. Shit! He deals 12 damage. To Sokova, not me. To Sokova. Do I have to roll for something to, like, not, not get knocked over or something? Uh, sure. Roll a strength check. Or Why did I just say that? Why Fuck do you it. ask? He's gonna say yes. Hey, you know what? That's a, that's a great idea. Scar, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, please. Please roll life. a dexterity saving throw. Open your mouth. Who's the village idiot? <laughs> I haven't been one in a while. It don't matter, because that's a natural 20. Alright, you managed to stay upright, uh, <laughs> and you, you, you've seated Sokoba well in your grasp. This poor thing. Uh, so that was Kelvin's turn. That's going to bring us to Berserk Statue. It starts smashing the banister in front of it. And it manages to break it down. And the statue comes tumbling down to the first floor, right next to Drew. You're killing me right now. You know that, right? Like, you're literally not going to let us just run the fuck out of here, are you? I hate this. I'm making it as dangerous as possible. Okay. So make a dexterity saving throw for me, Drew. Do I get an opportunity attack if he's in my space? No, that was something in 3.5 where if it entered a threatened square, you could make an opportunity attack, but that is not the case in 5th edition. It's only when you leave a threatened square. So if he tries to run away, I can make an opportunity attack. Correct. All right, that's fair. What what I what was I doing? Uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Quick question while she's doing that. When Agamir's at the front door, can he see up onto the landing? Yes. Good. You know what I'm thinking, right? How far away is that? 25 feet. What's your crossbow range like? 30, I think. I'm just thinking, like, because Kelvin's still up there and he's literally right behind me. I'm going to attack him again. Yeah. (laughs) So what was your dexterity saving throw, Drew? 14. Okay, you manage to avoid the debris falling as the statue falls down. That'll bring us to the other statue, and it is 
going to say last chance we're trying (laughs) what do you mean last chance it seems to be going through some sort of script as if it's booting up (laughs) not a robot i promise not a totally not a robot though that brings us back to the top of the round Saf, what would you like to do okay question so since Drew's guiding bolt and Agamir did not hit after the guiding bolt, does that mean that I can still try to roll with advantage because he did not hit? Yeah, it lasts until her next turn, so yes. Okay, so I can roll with advantage to hit Kelvin. Yes. Okay. I wonder how many hit points a human golden mantle has. And I crit myself. Oh, oh no! But oh yeah, you're a halfling. Roll again. I'm lucky. Yay! If you crit again, you're off, or if you crit yourself again, you're automatically a village idiot. Just letting you know. I was like, did you crit both rolls? Just that's up. If only that would that would be the case. But I rolled an 18 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him in the leave a big hole in his face or whatever. That's nine damage. Right in the soda hole. <laughs> Yeah, so you strike Kelvin, it hits him on the other side of his mantle, and it comes completely off along with the gold cloak. Excellent. And I move 25 feet down the stairs and out towards the door. Okay, you're right next to Drew. And the other statue. And the other statue. Technically. Scar, it's your turn. (sighs) I have my back to him, right? Yes, so you would provoke an attack of opportunity. Unless you disengage. Or you could dash and hope he doesn't hit with his attack. I mean, I was thinking about, like, turning around and attacking is what I was thinking. Like, and then piecing the fuck out. That would still uh, provoke an opportunity. If I turn around, he'll get to go before me? Yeah, if you attack, then try to run away. No, I get that. I'm just saying, if I'm going to risk getting hit by him, I might as well get something out of it like hitting him with some damage. Hey, what would Scar do? That's exactly what she would do. (laughs) So I've got my Warhammer out and I'm going to try to like use all the force I fucking have and turn and swing at him. You are, you do have Sokova. You're still trying to hold her. So I'm pretty strong. So I'm going to take disadvantage. I'm guessing. Yes. You will be attacking with disadvantage, which is how much minus you just roll two d20s and take the lower number. Okay. Well, what happens if I get a 19, though? <laughs> 19 was your lowest? That I just rolled one, so I'm saying, but that's a crit for me. Yeah, but you have to roll two. <sighs> so if 19 is your lowest one, you still crit. Oh, but I thought maybe critting would just make it automatic. That's 18. <laughs> Fucking love these dice. Oh my god. So, you will hit. Yeah, I will. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Just fueled by pure <laughs> no. rage. Yeah, honestly, I'm pissed. Because he just hit me, hit her on my back and almost knocked my ass over. Uh, That's 8 plus 4, that's 12. Okay. You... Smack Kelvin right in the face. You whip around and just <laughs> hit him with, like, the... Yeah. The uh, the side of your Warhammer, like the flattest side of it, just conk him. 
uh, he kind of, his head turns real fast, uh, and then it snaps back, and he gives you a, a <laughs> shit-eating grin. I hate him so much. That's 45 damage that he's taken, by the way, guys. That's a lot. There's a little bit of blood trickling out of his mouth, and he says, oh, you're cheeky, huh? <laughs> Ew, I don't like the way he said oh, it. <laughs> and I'm going to peace, so he's got an opportunity attack. All right, he's going to take Ooh. that opportunity. Is he going to hit me or her? He's going for you. That's going to be a 19 to hit. Fuck my life. You take nine damage. That's not that bad. Could have been a lot worse. He strikes you with a long sword right in the right in the butt. <laughs> yeah, I have eight health, y'all. <laughs> and you are running down the stairs? Yeah, how far do I get? You're close to the, the check-in kiosk. Okay. On the first floor. You're about ten feet away from Agamir. Okay. That's going to take us to Drew. Drew, there is a berserk statue next to you, swinging wildly. Cool. I'm going to... Disengage and get the fuck out. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to disengage. I don't really want to be part of this whole thing anymore. I feel like we are not going to survive this encounter, so I'm going to run. Okay. And hopefully not take an attack of opportunity against this crazy berserker thing. Well, if you disengage, you do not take the opportunity attack. So you back up and you move. You're right next to Agamir. You are very close to being out the door. So can I take a bonus action? If you have a bonus action, yes, you can take a bonus action. Okay. Because I wanted to cast Shield of Faith on Scar while we're running out. Thank you. I love you. Okay. That'll take us to Agamir's turn. What would you like to do? You're right at the door. Druja is right next to you. Scar's on her way. Saf is right next to this berserk statue. And she is about 20 feet away from you. Um, but how far is Kelvin from me? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the real question. <laughs> Where's that asshole? <laughs> Kelvin is 25 to 30 feet away. You know, he's kind of upwards. So, you know, hypotenuse and all that. But he's within his range. Someone remind me to buy like bombs. Do bombs or like grenade-esque things exist? <laughs> uh, I, I can certainly write something up for them. <laughs> okay. I, um, I just, I felt, feel naked this encounter. Yeah, I'm going to shoot Kelvin. Kelvin in the face. Okay. Fuck you, Kevin. No one's around him, right? The statue is, but that's really it. P.S. Did Sokoba know that Kelvin hit her? It's a good question. You'd need to ask Sokoba. I'm just wondering if, like, he did it behind her back, because he was behind her. That's the... Uh, he did do it behind her back, but he did also say, Saloran, let's get this over with. S a 16 and a 13? Uh, neither of those will hit. God damn it. Well, gotta love it. Both bolts thud into the banister right in front of Kelvin. He says, you gotta get better aim there, folk. <sighs> what did he call him? Uh, he called me half or I was just like, what? Oh, I get it. He's being kind of racist. Ah, folk. <laughs> uh, all right. It is Sokoba's turn. She's incapacitated. Still? She can't, like, wake up from whatever's going on with her? I don't know. Slap her. See what happens. I'm not gonna slap her. 
It looks like Kelvin is getting ready for something. Oh, God. Get out of here. I hate this. He has his he has both of his hands on the banisters. He's kind of fiddling with the, the bolt that uh, just struck it from Agamir. And he looks like he's got he's just waiting for something to happen. So that will bring us to the Berserk statue. I feel bad that I left Safina with him by herself. <laughs> Saf is the closest, so it's going to try and hit Saf. It misses, though. Uh, it's a 13. Ooh. That will not hit. The second attack, however, mm. will hit. That's 21. Mm-hmm. Shit. And we're going to have 13 damage. I'm really glad that you did that shield of faith thing on me, because I'm the closest to him right now. Roll me a constitution saving throw, please, Seth. Uh-oh. Yep, that's an 11. Okay. Yep, that's an 11. <laughs> Don't make me pick you up, too. <laughs> Your hit point maximum falls by the amount of damage you just took. So your hit point maximum was 31... It is now 29, or, um, sorry, 19. Whoa! Wait, what? Until it's cured. Oh, fuck me. You'll need a medicine check to determine what needs to happen exactly, but you feel weaker. Oh, so I can eventually fix it. (laughs) It is the other statue's turn. It is heading towards the stairs, but it's not very fast. It walks by Kelvin. That's going to bring us to the top of the round. That is going to be Saf's turn. Shoot him! Disengage, running away. Fuck. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that's not what we were doing. Heading for the door! <laughs> okay. You head for the door, and uh, for those who are watching Kelvin, they see him smile. A uh, coy little smile. No, this is what he wants us to do. And he says, stop right there. And he snaps his fingers. No. And I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh my god, is he a fucking wizard or something? Like, what is even happening? I want that all in character. That's just Scar. Or she's just like, is he he a fucking wizard? (laughs) God damn it. 16. Same, 16. 18. Saf doesn't want to say. Yep. Oh, no. (laughs) Did you crit yourself? Unfortunately, no. Not this time. What'd you get? That's a six. Six? Oh. Okay. Well, um, this is a great time to tell you that you're all paralyzed. Including me? All of us? All of you are frozen in place. Oh, no. (gasps) And that's where we're going to end. No! <laughs> I hope you all had a great time listening to this episode of the Village Idiots podcast. This is our 26th episode, y'all. This is the halfway point through a year. That's crazy. You all have been listening for six months to this. <laughs> wow. I hope you all had a great time listening. I had a great time DMing. I hope my players had some sort of good time playing. <laughs> wait, wait, before we continue on with the closing remarks, I understand. I want, real quick, because I, I need uh, everyone's input on something. 
because we've been talking we were talking about scooby-doo last episode and this is a very scooby-doo-esque thing that we're doing right now so which of us is who in the scooby gang i need everyone to think about their answers and when we come back we will discuss you mean next week yes when we come back next week we'll discuss okay okay oh boy that's it that's all i needed everyone is scooby (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah so Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, say what you like, say what you, you know, uh, think could man. be. What? Oh, Village Idiot. You're right. Oh, shit. Um, who's the Village Idiot this week? Who's it gonna be? Scar, what was that dumb thing that you did? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to remember what the dumb thing I was did because I thought you were going to say me. I can't exactly remember, so I'm going to say the thing that stuck out, the other thing that stuck out to me. So this week's Village Idiot is going to be Agamir. I think a whip was going to do more damage than a (laughs) Warhammer. Oh, I just wanted to try it. I know, I know. It's just, you know, sometimes, you know, it happens. Okay. Sometimes the whip isn't the answer (laughs) i'll accept it i'll accept my fate this whip is a gift and a curse yeah thank you all so much for listening we really hope that you enjoyed it uh we you can talk to us on social media right nicole yeah you can you can find us on twitter at village idiot pod we uh post a lot of cool stuff up there so come check it out and if you wanted to talk to one of us personally you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at J Roma Twenty. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And you can't find me because I'm too busy. Insert something witty here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't think. Of, I don't know. I can't think of anything appropriate. I'm at Target practice. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> Target that. practice. God. At Stormtrooper Academy. Stormtrooper Academy. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have a website, villageidiotspodcast.com. We have a ton of cool stuff up there, like the gold count toward Agamir buying his own ship. You can see who's winning or losing with the Village Idiots tally. Uh, there are fun facts about the world of Lanamora, tons of artwork, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we've officially launched our Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. But if a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could just leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes. Thank you so much. Be sure to tune in next week to figure out what this turncoat Kelvin's going to do. Oh, I hate that guy. I can't <laughs> wait till, oh, to see if we get out of this so I get my five gold from Aggie. Yeah. So, until next week, um, bye. 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 <laughs>